not very nice and anatomically inaccurate prophecies of Oh Lord, hear the server. For the prompt, eruption. Explode or something, written by false premise, read by Jar. What are gonna miss about heaven then? Crowley drawled, absent-mindedly spilling his wine on the couch. There's nothing gonna miss about hell. Aziraphale clicked his fingers, disappearing the red stain as he gave Crowley's question some thought. To his surprise, he could think of nothing. He shrugged. Nothing. <laughs> really? Aziraphale smiled. He giggled as the sweet joy of it bubbled up in him. He was free. Nothing at all. I'll drink to that, Crowley said, raising his glass. But instead of raising his, Aziraphale frowned. You've thought of something, Crowley said, lowering his glass. Aziraphale shook his head. No, no, nothing I'd miss. I just remembered what the angel at reception said when I turned in my ID. Oh? Something about wouldn't I miss, you know, the whole intermingling thing. I explained that I had been avoiding it for some time anyway. Aziraphale sighed and took a sip. I always found it rather awkward, to be honest. His head suddenly felt quite light. He put on his glass of wine. Perhaps he'd had enough. Right, right. The intermingling thing. Crowley licked his lips. Do it in hell, too. Differently, of course. More hellish. But I, um, I avoided it, too. Really is terribly awkward, isn't it? Aziraphale said in a rush, temporarily occupying the same point of space and time. I can't imagine why everyone else seems to like it so. I would only be comfortable doing that with... Well... His face warmed, and he quickly took his glass in hand again, swallowing down his words with a long gulp. What did they say? Who? The angel, Crowley replied with a hand wave. You know, at reception. Oh, right, Zerophil laughed. Well, she had the most ridiculous idea that I'd become all penned up or something. As if one day I, I don't know, erupt like a volcano. Quite silly. Crowley snorted. He took a long gulp of wine. Aziraphale watched his Adam's apple bob in his long, slender neck. Looking down at the floor, Crowley said, Anyway, we could always, I mean, if you need it, it would be part of the new arrangement. Aziraphale's heart thudded in his chest, his mouth suddenly dry. What? Really? Crowley shrugged, still looking at the floor. Yeah, sure, whatever. We've swapped bodies, so whatever. Do you think 
an angel and a demon? Course, Crowley said, finally meeting a Xerophil's eye. We're more same than different. Or haven't you figured that out yet? But, of course, Aziraphale had figured that out. Still, intermingling. Intermingling with Crowley. His head spun. Perhaps it would be good to stretch the old quantum muscles, he heard himself saying. Aziraphale's face warmed and he prepared to quickly deny everything, but then he caught Crowley's smile, and he was instantly disarmed. Crowley stepped forward and held out his pinky finger tentatively. Just the tip, yeah? See what's what? Aziraphale nodded quickly. He touched his own pinky finger to Crowley's, and flexing quantum muscles that he hadn't used in a long time, he let go of the barrier between them, just a little. Oh, oh, but it poured in, Crowley poured in, and Aziraphale couldn't stop it. He was powerless to stop it, and Lord help him, he didn't want to stop it. A trickle became a flood as the entirety of the barrier between them gave way with a loud crack. Angel was demon, and demon was angel, and everything that was Aziraphale rubbed up against everything that was Crowley, and the love, the love, oh, oh, they knew each other. They loved each other, and nothing was awkward, and everything was so good, so fucking blissfully perfectly good, and Aziraphale knew it was all so good, and so perfect, he could simply explode in ecstasy. Oh, oh, Crowley! Aziraphale's first coherent thought was the recognition of his own heavy breathing. Then came recognition of the hard floor underneath. His body ached. Oh, and he was pressed right up against Crowley, wasn't he? He could feel the warmth of him. Just a few moments ago, had it been only moments? Such contact would have been scandalous, unheard of. But now, what could be more natural? But how had they ended up on the floor? And so sticky. They were covered in... Oh, good lord! Shit, Crowley said as he pulled himself up. I'll clean up the mess, Angel. At first, Aziraphale thought Crowley meant the, well, copious amounts of, uh, fluid covering them both. But no, Crowley sat up and waved around them. The bookshop was in utter disarray. Books were everywhere. Aziraphale's precious books. It was like someone had taken his beloved bookshop, turned it upside down, and shaken it. Oh, Aziraphale gasped. 
Crowley clicked his fingers, and the bookshop instantly rearranged, Aziraphale's trinkets rebuilding, his books reshelving. Thank you, Aziraphale said. He clicked his own fingers, disappearing the sticky fluid, and fixing the worst of Crowley's shelving errors. What happened? I think maybe that receptionist had a point. That or, well, he swallowed. Aziraphale laughed. Oh, you're going to be shy with me now? Shut up. Or, or it's because, well, you know, don't you? Aziraphale smiled. He did. He'd known a long time, really, but it was all undeniable now. I love you too, Crowley. The end.